0: Welcome to Phoenix Rising. I am your host, Kaylee Montoya-Houston. I am a certified personal trainer and online nutrition coach. I will be joined by my co-host, Julie Montoya-Houston. This show will cover all aspects of fitness, including nutrition, exercise, and mindset to help you reach your goals at any stage of your journey. We will bring you science-based information to help you take charge of your fitness goals and give you the power to rise like a phoenix. Welcome back to Phoenix Rising. We have another special one for you today. We have an interview with Kathy Catalyst. Um, She, I found her through IG. She is a, a, helps women lose body fat who are going through perimenopause or menopause. Uh, She's based out on the East Coast in Massachusetts, but she's gonna join us today and talk a little bit about uh, the different struggles that women going through menopause have that um, women who are a l- little younger don't have. And she's gonna give you some awesome tidbits on how she helps her clients succeed and still enjoy all those foods you love and enjoy those glasses of wine That it, and show you that it is possible to lose weight in your 50s and you don't have to blame it all on your hormones but we're just going to dive right in and get going hey guys i just wanted to take a second to thank you for listening and if you're enjoying this show please do me a huge favor and take a screenshot of this episode and share it to your story on ig or facebook and tag me on ig at kaylee montoya fitness or on facebook at kaylee montoya houston so i can reach out and thank you personally Also, if you haven't already, don't forget to rate and review us on wherever you get your podcast from. This greatly helps the show grow so we can help more people reach their own health and fitness goals. Welcome to Phoenix Rising, and thank you again for agreeing to hop on this with me. Now, I've already let my listeners know that you specialize in helping women lose body fat who are actually going through menopause. And right off the bat, I'm just curious to hear why you chose to help this particular group of
1: women. Um yeah, thanks for having me. I, I appreciate you inviting me. Um, I th- I think that this group is largely underserved and that the information that we what that we can get, like the information is out there, but it's hard to decipher just like any other any other group. But like me going through this as well, it was just frustrating to see like there's just a few different Avenues, and and it's not necessarily like what you know, it's just confusing. The whole thing is just confusing. (laughs) And so, I realized like that there has to be a there's definitely an easier way to go through this and not have to suffer in menopause. And it's not like inevitable that you're going to gain weight in menopause, but it just seems to be because if that was true, then we would see 50 year olds with these, you know. (laughs) <laughs> big bellies. And that's right. just not, it's not true. Right. So it's just a matter really of, um, lifestyle, just, uh, changing your lifestyle with your changing body. And the reason why I feel like most women are stuck where they are is because they're doing the same stuff that they were doing in their twenties and thirties with their now 40 and 50 year old body. And so that needs to change.
0: Yeah, no. And I agree. I think, um, a lot of times, women may be going through menopause and they're not sure. Like, do you know of any common signs for women to pay attention to and look at if they're struggling to lose weight and maybe they are actually in the start of menopause?
1: So that's called perimenopause. And perimenopause is actually... Where it's the wildest, the roller coaster, right? Menopause is just where you haven't had a period for a year, but it's a shit show before you get there. <laughs> no, you're <laughs> totally fine. <laughs> so it's that up and down before you go, before you get through that, right? Now we've seen the decline in hormones, and that's easier to deal with than going through the roller coaster, right? So when you're going through perimenopause, you might experience heavier periods, more painful periods, heavier bleeding. Um, you'll see like symptoms of that where you have to change a tampon like every two hours. Um, uh, more, more PMS effects, right? So that's like one sign. Um, and then you can see things like hair loss, your skin changes, um, your mood changes. You start to get intolerant of people, right? You have a like a fast... Almost like a road rage kind of reaction. Like normally happy people, like that was me, right? And I'm like happy, and I'm just like people would just good, you know? It was like what what is this? Um, intolerance to food. Like you'll start to see food intolerances pop up. Intolerance to alcohol. I had this one come up. I never knew who was going to come out and play. It was like I could drink two glasses of wine and be legless, and then the next time I could have like five drinks and be absolutely fine and so the way that the, it was affecting me was because of the hormone, hormonal changes but at the time i had no idea what was going on because i wasn't 50 i thought when you turn 50 that's when you're going to go through menopause right i was this was like 45 to like 47 that was like this oh my god um i couldn't lose weight um i couldn't sleep <laughs> there sleep issues for sure And then I also had a whole host of um, food intolerances and bloating and just like, what is going on? And I was eating like all these healthy foods, but they were actually making me making it worse because I was intolerant of those foods. So it was just, there's just a lot, you know, and then like fatigue, like I get, I would work out, work my ass off, trying to lose this weight, um, low calories. Then I would literally be on the couch and then the kids would come home and I'd be like, what? What do you want, right? Yeah, like, and now you want me to cook for you and stuff like that. It was like I was exhausted, and it's so that just not helpful. Um, so yeah, fatigue, no energy. I would wake up just and cu- couldn't wait to take a nap, but then at night. I would be like cleaning the house and then having a glass of wine and then watching Netflix for, for, you know, hours. And it was just like, what's going on? Like I had my second wind. I was like, if this could just shift, then, <laughs> then right. it would be better. That would be so much better. Um, so like, yeah. And then just brain fog. I just couldn't remember anything and it was just people's names and I would just stumble over my words and be like, so it was just a whole host of issues, you know? So, Um, yeah, that's (laughs) just to name a few. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. I can't even imagine
0: like a woman's mind. Like I'm definitely not looking forward to this because I can't even imagine going through that and going through it by yourself and not knowing what to do and struggling with your goals and then just getting even more frustrated than what you normally would. And I honestly had absolutely no idea that with about the food intolerances and the the difference in alcohol, like those are definitely two new things that I've never heard of before, but it does make a lot of sense with all the hormonal changes.
1: Yeah. It's a, it's a different body now and it's not something that you need to be afraid of. It's just, you need to adapt with those changes, right? Nobody was talking about menopause when I was going through this 45, like 47. So I had no idea. I just thought I was losing my mind. Right. And, and I I was pushing hard. Like I was like, I was trying to burn a thousand calories. I was like a marathon runner and it was like, I'm going to burn a thousand calories today. Yeah. So that, you know, and then like, let's not eat on top of it. And it was just like, I was doing myself like no favors whatsoever and the exact opposite of what you should be doing. So menopause like kind of puts a spotlight on your lifestyle and your habits And it's really, and I know it's boring as all hell, but it is moderation. So you can't do too much exercise. You can't do too little exercise. You can't eat too much food. You can't eat too little food. So there's like a little, there's a sweet spot. And being in menopause, we are super reactive to stress. Like it's, it just piles on. So cortisol that needs to be managed. And if you're sitting there doing a hit, if you're doing like hit workouts five days a week, you know, and you're eating 1200 calories. Well, that is just in itself. Both of those things are not going to help you in menopause, but then just adding that stress to your body. And that's what leads to weight gain, right? That's what leads to that menopause belly is the cortisol response. The cortisol receptors live or reside right here in the abdomen. And so we start to see that body, that body fat accumulate. Making this huge calorie gap by not eating enough, A, and then trying to burn calories, which you can't do, you're having this, creating this huge gap. So if your maintenance is 2000 calories, which is not unrealistic for most women, it should be 17 to 2200 calories depending. Yes, some people need less, some people need more, but those are gonna be on the extremes. You make this huge calorie gap, that's not beneficial. Your body wants those calories, it doesn't give a crap whether you want to lose weight or not. It still says, I need I need these calories. I need this nutrition, you know? And so that, then you start seeing metabolic adaptation to that. And that mimics menopause symptoms. <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> yeah,
0: I talk about my, to my ladies all the time about not going to the extreme. Like you just need to do as little as possible to elicit the most amount of change. And I think a lot of people go overboard, and then they, they get frustrated of why they're not seeing results, or they start to almost slip backwards, and they start to regain a lot of the weight that they lost.
1: Yeah, that's the adaptation, and you're stripping muscle off by doing all this cardio, right, um, and not feeding the body. It's like, well, <laughs> wait a minute, we don't want to lose weight, yeah. but we're not getting the calories that we need. So whatever we don't use for the necessary processes, like breathing, Like organ function, you know, like brain function, we're going to store as fat because we're in a famine, clearly, because we don't get any food right? But in that process, you have muscle on your body, which is an expensive tissue. Your body says, ha ha, let's offload the muscle because we don't need that. We don't have the calories to support that muscle. And so now you're left with this body. That's like, what the hell happened to my body? I have zero, my tone is gone. I used to have nice defined shoulders. I used to have a cute little butt and look at this is now, now you've replaced this body with a different version of the body that's now fat and now fat, I should say. You're storing fat, and everything is just softer, and you just lost that tone, and that's what's going on. Right, you you definitely are just a smaller version of yourself, and it's not as
0: desirable because like you're the sagging skin and the loose skin and everything like that. It's not in the image of what I think they start the process and of what they want to look like.
1: Yeah, is skewed. Yeah, we yeah. yeah. I'm not going to, I can't talk for everybody, but I know most of my clients and myself, we want to look toned. We want a nice toned body. We want nice shoulders. You know, we want Michelle Obama arms. You know, I hear that (laughs) all the time. (laughs) Yeah, we want, we want a flat, we want a flat stomach and we want a little bit of booty. I don't know if everybody's really certain that my clients aren't, my clients aren't searching for a Kim K booty. But we do want something back there, you know? (laughs) No pancakes back there. (laughs) No no pancake baths, no. no.
0: Okay, so um, where do you find that your clients struggle the most at with their fat loss goals? Is it hormonal? Is it,
1: what is holding them back from seeing this change that they desire? Just staying, just doing what they, what worked for them in their 20s and 30s. So, like it's life is a process, right? It's it's, of course, life is a process, but there's different stages that you go through. Now, menopause is a long ass stage, right? It could be some women don't experience any, but any symptoms at all. And some just like get the whole kitchen sink thrown at them. So yes, there's going to be special, um, special, um, um, symptoms like PCOS or hypothyroidism or Hashimoto's, you know, so so that that's, a, you know, a different host of problems, but just dealing with the hormones, you can't do the same stuff that you did in your 20s and 30s, right? So in your 20s and 30s, you could go kick ass, you could do CrossFit, um, you know, you could stay out like later and you could, You could, you know, have cocktails and not be affected, you know, for two days later, you know, your body just changes. So, um, you know, it, it, whoops, sorry. (laughs) Um, the, The body just changes and you need to adapt with those changes, but they haven't adapted because like what used to work is just stops working. So it used to be like, we could just do more cardio. We could just decrease calories and then that would work but you do that so many times. And again, you're again, losing every time you lose weight, you are losing muscle as well. Right. It's just really hard to not do that unless you're like super slow weight loss, which I don't really recommend like slow weight loss, right? Like, let's just get it over with, you know, let's get back to it. So, um, but so every time, so it's like, like for me, it was like, it was like lose five pounds every single year, lose five pounds every single year. Then it got to be like, God damn it, that, that five pounds came back on awfully quick. And then now it's seven pounds and now it's 10 pounds. And now, it's, so this started in my thirties, right? After kids and it got to be like, now I need to lose 10 pounds. It was just so exhausting to have to lose that weight. And then like, cause now the diet's done. And now I just go back to my, to my usual lifestyle. Right. And that weight would come on so much faster. And so losing fat and muscle, but then when you regain that weight, it's all freaking muscle. It's all fat. <laughs> the muscle's gone. And so I'm just, your body's changed. It's like, damn it. <laughs> Why is this so much harder now? Right. Why is this not working? It's because your body's not the same, you know? So we just try harder to do the things that we know. And so that's, that's where we're stuck. See the most problems. Now, do you think it's true that I,
0: I hear a lot of times that women blame this extra weight gain or the, the inability basically to lose weight on hormones? Like, do you think the majority is from your hormones or is it lifestyle factors?
1: <laughs> Wouldn't it be awesome to be like, oh, it's not me. It's, yeah, it's my hormones. Oh, well, nothing I can do about it. Yeah, it's my hormones. <laughs> The fact is your lifestyle is affecting your hormones. So if you don't adapt with those changes, then you're not going to be supporting your hormones. So you're again, body, your body needs those maintenance calories. You constantly being in that low calorie diet and trying to out exercise, burning off all those calories, you're just creating this huge gap, which does not support your hormones. So yes, it is an issue, but you wouldn't feel those effects of the hormones as much if you were truly at maintenance calories, right? Not over, but at maintenance calories and mitigate that response, then you, you, we wouldn't be having that conversation, but that's not what's happening with most women is they're in those low calorie diets, trying to burn off that fat doing cardio. Right. And I'm so glad you spoke to this because I think a lot of people do feel like it's out of their control.
0: And I know it may be something hard to hear. Uh, It's, you can't blame it on hormones, but I'm hoping people will listen to this and think that I do have a
1: choice and I do have the control to change, to change my body. So I'm glad that you spoke. The choices that that you're making are affecting your hormones. You not eating enough calories is affecting your hormones. You doing so much cardio is affecting your hormones, but So I recommend women to incorporate more weight training, right? Get that weight training in because after 40, you are losing muscle no matter what, especially if you're not working on it, but not working on your muscles at all, you're declining. We, and same with um, bone density. So muscle mass is going down, lean muscle mass, which is what we want, goes down, bone density goes down and. You're exacerbating that and making that process so much faster by not giving your body the calories it needs and trying and just focusing on cardio. You can reverse the process. You can at least stop that process by weight training and reverse it, right? So you can build muscle, Yes. right? You don't have to blame hormones on you not being able to gain muscle. Now, to, to build muscle, you have to eat more calories to do that and accept the fact that, hey, you might put on five or 10 pounds of fat in the process. And most, wo- most women are going to be like, fuck that. I am not doing that. Right. And so that's another thing is that for my ladies is combating that fixed mindset about, I only go by what the scale says instead mm-hmm. of by health and like, having chasing health instead of aesthetics. Right. And yeah. So, I love that. That's big part of my business is, is my process, I should say, is that mindset piece and getting that focus off of the scale and onto health. So I lost 20 pounds and then like got back up. So last, last year I was in a build phase, right? I gained that 20 pounds back, but then when I took off, like that was intentional, that was intentional. When I, when I took that weight off for the last photo shoot that i did it was a completely different body so now my 125 pounds looks completely different than the 125 pounds that i was at last year and i had to take myself away from the scale. I was like yeah it wasn't the most fun process to see the scale go up by 10 pounds but i also knew like it's way easier to get that fat off than it is to build the muscle so but it's also more fun (laughs) to build the muscle right and eat in a surplus eat 2200 calories right for me that's my surplus I'm short I'm 5'4 you know so my um my build is 2200 calories right I also have to go pretty freaking low to lose right which is 14 which sucks you know I hate it you know so right now I'm maintaining at 2000 parties on right I like And I am maintaining weight at 2000 calories and maintaining 125 and still have that muscle on there to keep that metabolism going. Right. And I'm sure people
0: that are listening to this podcast, I'm sure they're surprised to hear that you are maintaining your 125s at 2000 calories because I find a lot of people are so scared to get anywhere close to that 2000. And I followed your journey. I follow you on Instagram and I saw your photos like Absolutely amazing. I mean, I wish people, hopefully these people will follow the link at the show notes to see, I mean, you have abs, and people think yeah, that's At yeah. not 54. <laughs> yeah, 54 year old abs, like her abs are better than mine guys. Like it's amazing the process that you, you took your body through.
1: But those are gone right now. I don't walk around with those. You know what right. I mean? That those photos were 120. That's me at yeah. 120 photo shot, photo shoot lean, you know, but can I, can I go on a bikini can I go on the beach with my bikini and and be comfortable? Like, yeah, I don't have abs anymore, but I still can rock that bikini. So yeah, exactly. And that's good to point out that it's not healthy to stay at that
0: leanness. Like it's not good for your hormones, no matter what age you are for women to stay at
1: that, that lean. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, I reversed, I reversed to like one twenty five. So it's not not a huge difference in weight, but more meaningful. Yeah. Way more fun. <laughs>
0: yeah, right. You don't have to be as careful with what you put in your body. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> so when it, when it does come to your coaching, what are some of the biggest rocks you have your ladies focus on?
1: Um, the first thing that we focus on is protein is making sure that they're getting in. It's really hard. I don't, it's not hard, but it's, it's hard for me to get them to get to that to get the recommended amount, so we start. I start them low, right, because I want them to get some wins. So, 0.8 grams, and then knowing that I want them to get up to one gram per pound of body weight, right? That's that's the goal, right? But also, with that goal is we're doing a reverse as well. So I'm getting them up to their maintenance calories, and so fighting that resistance against. Oh my God, I'm going to get. I'm going to gain weight if I if I eat all this food, right? So so there's the the uh, mindset. That I really di- focus on first as well, but it's just more about just building consistency, getting in those protein. Like, what what do you have to do to get in that amount of protein? Because it looks different than what you're doing now. So, accept that we're going to have to do things a little bit different. You know, you're not going to be eating two ounces of freaking chicken, right? It's going to be more like six ounces of deli meat, right? You're going to be plowing through some <laughs> plowing through some food, but you're re- literally just replacing protein with car from carbs you know, and so we're taking carbs, not, not in the, not in the maintenance phase, right? Not when we're building, but what's usually happening is I blame my fitness pal, 20% protein, 50% carbs and 30% fat. I agree with the 30% fat, but what the fuck, where do we get these macros from? Right. Right. Yeah. because This is not advantageous, especially when you're in menopause to be eating less than 35% to It should be around 30 to 35% protein. It should be around 30 to 35% carbs, 30 to 35% fat. This can all be changed, right? Depending on, but, and it's not, it doesn't have to be that exact, but only getting in 20% of your calories from protein and getting the majority of your calories from carbs is the reason why we're, we have this altered body shape as well. Yeah, it's, it's totally ridiculous.
0: All those, those. Calorie counters, yes, I use them in my coaching, and I know you do as well. But I don't use the macros (laughs) exactly. They have to be kind of instructed on on how to change those. You definitely don't just want to put in a bunch of information and follow those set numbers.
1: Yeah, actually, my calorie calculator does does a pretty damn good job. (laughs) Exactly, that was leading me into it. I'm hoping
0: that you'll allow me to share it with people on on my podcast because, guys, this I've I've tested it out myself, and it It's amazing. Like it's a totally different ball game than plugging your numbers into just one of the random MyFitnessPal apps.
1: Yeah, and that's just a—it's just a guide, you know. Like anything else. Like when you see it, like because mine is going to recommend you get one gram of protein per pound of body weight. Right. (laughs) So if you're 180 pounds and you're trying to lose 30 pounds, like it's going to be like, you know, 180 pounds. I wouldn't necessarily have somebody eating 180 grams of protein. So just know, right, that. That's just a guide, yeah. but it's a good start.
0: Yeah, definitely definitely a better start than one of those those other apps for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think hiring a coach in the beginning, of course, we're always going to push for that, to have somebody to hold you accountable, to help guide you and make some of those adjustments. Because I know I learned through a lot of different mistakes and it took a long time. And why not bypass those? with us who have been there and done that let's get there quicker let's help you get there quicker than yeah. we got there ourselves
1: how, do you mind me asking how old you are yeah, i'm 36 36 all right so imagine being 47 and not figuring this shit out right <laughs> add, add on another like 12 years <laughs> like thank you very much of like like Waking up not satisfied with your body, pissed off because what you're doing isn't working, frustrated, giving up, starting over, giving up, starting over, and just just wondering, what is it, right? You think you're doing everything right. I'm making, I'm eating kale. I did it. I'm doing a juice cleanse. I uh, I fasted. I did intermittent fasting. I did a three-day water fast. Like, what the hell is going on, right? I did keto. I did low carb. I did this. Why isn't any of this working, right? Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind the thousands of dollars that I've spent on supplements. The more expensive the supplement, the more excited I was about it. I'm like, oh, yeah, this That's is hours. the one. This is the one. Oh, this is what JLo does? Yes. I, yes, all of it. I want all of it. Like, damn.
0: There is so much misinformation out there, and anyone selling you a quick fix, you should know. You should turn around and run the opposite direction.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I get a lot of clients that are um, doing Optavia, and I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> is that the mail? But they send you the food through the mail. Is that right? Uh, I mean? That's Nutrisystem. Optavia yeah. is um, is 800 calories. They <laughs> don't want you. They don't want you to exercise. They do not. That you do not exercise on this program, right? And you I think cool. that's <laughs> a feeling. That's a feeling. You can't, right? <laughs> you all over and die. But the. Yeah. But, conveniently, they prepackage all your meals. You don't have to worry about anything. We'll just send them to you. Right. And these meals are they are bars and they're crap. And it's like for them to make money, you know, and it just, it's like, so, uh, and so I have to deal with, with that. But then I also get like, not to crap over, you know, all of our vegetarians, but, um, people are eliminating whole food groups that we were designed to run on. This is, this is our operating system, you know? And, and I get like that people might, um, you know, for, for whatever reasons, but if you are going to do that, realize that taking something out is going to have ramifications right. and you need to replace that with something else.
0: Right. You, you almost have to be more careful when you go, you choose to be vegan or vegetarian, because you have to have right. so many other micronutrients that you're, you're lacking from meat.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, vegeta- I, I turned they're carbatarians yeah. because there's nothing else. Yeah. I mean, there's that's true. Else. I have thought about it that way. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way <laughs>
0: to put it. I'm going to use that from now on. <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> <yours>. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, uh, we'll wrap up here, but I'm really curious if you can give some, some wins that you've taken some of your clients through that maybe have completely changed their life after coaching with you?
1: Um, yeah, I have a couple, um, you know, it's not so much focusing on weight loss. It is, I focus on fat loss and in doing in that process, it is, it's weight training. It's increasing your protein. Um, that's just the simple version right there and just changing your mind about like what's going on with the scale. Right. When, because a, a big piece of it is mindset and, um, you know, you could have a fixed mindset of like, oh, it's my, it's hormones. That is the reason why I can't lose weight. Instead of like, there is something else different that I should be doing. Right. So having a little bit more of a growth mindset there. Um, so one of my clients, she lost 22 pounds, but if you saw her pictures, right. And 22 pounds is like, okay, like that's, that's, that's good. Right. If you saw her pictures and I'm going to do a case study on her, she went from 170 to 150 but that body looked completely different so she lost 27 inches overall oh my gosh and a lot like a lot from the belly but you should see her she's ripped you know (laughs) she's super strong a completely different person so i think she went from a 12 to a six right so 22 pounds doesn't seem like a lot maybe it was only 20 but it was 27 inches that came off of her body so we decreased her fat and increased her muscle and that's why she didn't lose weight right because she had increased the muscle right so so it can't always be measured in that, but when you look at the pictures, and then I had uh, another client, and, and so she was 50, 58, my other client, Debbie, 55, and she was already kind of lean, right? Mm-hmm. I would consider her like a high metabolism. She lost right around 20 pounds, but it was all it was all fat. Right. So she was, she was already lean, but like skinny fat and she just wanted to get rid of her belly. And so she did. And that was like a completely different person as well. So two different stories. there. Yeah. You know, results That's
0: so, so amazing. Especially helping them change the mindset around the scale because I mean the one, the first one, 12 to a six, I mean, you're half the person you were before. I was like half, like a whole person you just lost. And yeah, you yeah. should see her
1: pictures. Yeah
0: oh, I'm excited to see him because that—that that is an amazing testimonial that of how focusing on fat loss instead of weight loss is such a bigger game changer than like you're going to get this amazing body if that's where you put your focus
1: on. Yeah. Yeah. No,
0: that's awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing those with us.
1: You're very welcome.
0: Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. Is there anything that you want to add before we, we finish up that maybe we haven't touched upon that you think might help some of the listeners?
1: Um, I don't. I just think um, change your mindset about just it's mainly mindset and surround yourself. Like if you're on Instagram, look for people that are talking about menopause and not if you're in, in an older crowd, don't necessarily follow what the 20 and 30 year olds are doing and just try to kind of find your own tribe. And just be open to the idea that maybe what you're doing isn't exactly what is going to get you the results that you're looking for. Right.
0: No, I appreciate that. Well, I'll put all your contact information in the show notes. So if anybody listening thinks that you're the person to help them, they'll be able to reach out and get, get in contact with you. Awesome. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Phoenix Rising. For more information on how to take charge of your fitness goals, follow me on IG or Facebook, or you can head over to KayleeMontoyaFitness.com to apply for a free coaching call today. If you have any questions you would like answered on the show, shoot me an email to KayleeMontoyaFitness at gmail.com. Don't forget to catch us on the next episode.